Coming up on the Always 100 Podcast, we start football season. It's football time, guys. AFC East, AFC West prediction and preview show coming up next on the Always 100 Podcast. All right, so it's just about August, and we are doing the football show. Finally, it's starting. To, we're starting earlier this year. We're starting earlier. We're gonna make sure that we have enough time to talk about all the divisions uh, intact and in time. And we're gonna play with a lot of different stuff uh, this year for the show. Um, you know, some of the things that we're gonna be doing on the show. I'm trying to make it a little shorter. Um, but get to the point and still give y'all quality product to listen to every single week. Um, some other things might include a Spotify green room for some of my friends who want to listen to the full show, but you know maybe want to be more interactive, want to see my face. Uh, maybe on a big big game, you know, maybe on the like the Cowboys Bucks game to start um, Thursday night, September 9th when. We're all sitting in front of the TV on NBC watching the Cowboys and the Bucks. You know, maybe I'll get on Spotify Green Room live stream with you guys. Uh, some things that we're definitely going to try out. Um, a lot of thing. Another thing on the show for me is they're going to be a, a lot more gambling, a lot more sports gambling. That's going to be on the show. Talking a lot more about point spreads and over unders and you know <laughs> win totals and. You know, stuff like that, because I'm going to start nerding out on it, because I will be uh, putting my money where my mouth is. I started last year, loved it, made some money. Uh, you know, if I want to be a business, probably need to go there more and get more involved with it. So, yeah, uh, I- I'm excited for the show. Uh, we're, we're about to be in August on Sunday morning. It's a crazy thing that we're, you know, almost... 60% through the year uh, it's just it's really it's really spectacular how fast time goes by um, but before we get started just you know everything's going good in my life you know trying to build this podcast up is a lot of hard work um, did start a training job but that didn't go well but um, you know you now I got more time to do this and give you guys quality products and talk about you know just talk about the stuff that makes me happy so there, there's a lot of things I got going on a lot of transition for me still in transition still not settled honestly I don't think I'm ever going to be settled for a while here um, trying to hustle and trying to just make this money and make this product uh, one of the best products out there so without further ado enough of me yakking on about that let's get started with the 2021 edition of the Always 100 Podcast NFL 
preseason football show. And on today's show, we're going to talk about the AFC East and the AFC West. If you were with me last year, we I, I did AFC-NFC. So I, I, I would switch conferences. This week, after deliberate, deliberating with trusted associates, I was uh, informed I should really do one conference for two weeks, the other conference for the last two weeks. So that's what we're going to do. Preview eight divisions. I'll give you guys uh, my opinion on a, a storyline or two that I find interesting. And, uh, yep, and then we'll get some gambling odds. I got, got win totals. I got to make the playoffs. I got Super Bowl odds. I got conference odds. So it's a very all-inclusive uh, show. So without further ado, let's get started with the AFC West. I'll just get the AFC West out of the way right now. We already know who's in the division. Broncos, KC, Vegas, and the Chargers. And we will start with the Denver Broncos at plus 550 to win the AFC West. Over-unders 8.5, shaded toward the under at minus 130. To get to the Super Bowl, the Broncos are are 16 to 1 to win the AFC and to win the championship they're at 35 to 1. Uh for me the biggest storyline with them is very simple. The fact that they had Aaron Rodgers. They were going to they're going to trade for Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay just wouldn't do it. Green Bay just wouldn't trade trade his butt. Cuz I cause I thought for sure Denver was going to do it. Um Denver's got a really good defense. Yes, they're a little bit older. Um, Fangio, hey man, you, you know, Denver, you're going to have to win some of these close games at some point. Um, that's a big storyline. Drew Locke, hey Drew Locke, could you, could you take a step forward? I mean, you got Jerry Judy, you got KJ Hamler, you got to have decent running game. You got a really good defense. Your offensive line isn't awful. Your home field advantage when that stadium is filled when that stadium's filled, those fans are phenomenal out there. <laughs> Come on, man. You're in year three. Step it up. You know, I want, we want to see some improvement here. You know, because we got we got to see. And, and and I think Teddy Bridgewater's there too, I think. So I, I want to see who the quarterback is in Denver because if I'm being honest, I, 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 I could see him at 9-8. and eight. I could see the Broncos definitely at nine and eight, but I don't think in the AFC this year nine and eight's getting you anywhere. Um, to make the playoffs, the Broncos, uh, yes, is plus one ten to make the playoffs. I, I'll, I'll lay right now, um, you know, with a little less than a month and a couple, little, little less than five weeks to go before the season starts. Um, I. Uh, I'm a lead toward the under at minus uh, the no at minus 140 um, because in your division you got to get past the Chargers and KC. I don't see that, and I don't trust their quarterback. I don't. So uh, the Broncos for me, you you, you got if you if they show improvement on the offensive side of the football, they score they score the football a little bit more. Maybe then uh, I, I'll feel more bullish on the Broncos. But for right now. Um, I'm leaning toward, uh, well, I, I think they'll be nine and eight, but I'll, I'll say no to make the playoffs at minus 140 right now for the Broncos. 
Next up on the list, the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm not going to go in order. I'm just going to go with uh, teams that I'm not going to go in order on these. Just, you know, get a riffraff and talk about each team. But next team on the list for me, Las Vegas, over under seven for the win total. The over is minus 110. The under is minus 110. You're basically even odds either way you go. To win the conference, 40 to 1. Uh, is that 40 to 1 for Vegas? Yep. 40 to 1 for Vegas, 100 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. To make the playoffs, no for the Raiders is minus 500 and plus 350 to make the playoffs if you want to bet the yes for Las Vegas. The bottom line for them, John Gruden's in year five, I think. I think he's halfway through that deal, I'm pretty sure. Um, John Gruden, are you going to make the playoffs at some point? Are you going to make the playoffs? Like, like I, I'm sorry, you you were eight and three, and you messed around. Y'all messed around and missed the playoffs to losing to Miami in the most Raider fashion anyone's ever seen. That's the most. That is the like losing to Miami and that way you're up twenty five to twenty three. Your defense needs one stop, and you might go to the playoffs. You couldn't get the stop. And in fact, your season was defined with Cleveland Farrell having a just one of the most blatant face masks anyone's ever seen when Ryan Fitzpatrick's entire neck was facing the other way as he was throwing the ball 40 yards downfield to a wide open receiver that no one was covering. That is a Raider way to lose. I'm leaning toward the under for the Raiders. I I I just don't see it. The division's too hard. I think Derek Carr will have a really good year. I I like Darren Waller. Darren Waller might is a top three tight end in my opinion. He's not better than Travis Kelsey. He's not better than George Kittle. Uh, when, when George is healthy anyway, but he's definitely not better than Travis Kelsey in my opinion. But I like watching him. I think the the Raiders will always be fun. Their defense is horrific. They can't stop anybody. That, that that's that's their issue. They 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 can't stop people in the secondary. So I I just want to see how the Raiders get after it on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, another uh, another storyline was Carl Nassib. You know you know we we don't talk about really the so like some of the social parts of the the, the off field parts on this show, but. Very brave of him to come out and, you know, accept who he really is. And it's a beautiful thing. And I really – I'm rooting for him. I hope he has a great season. But apparently Gruden says he's going to have to fight for his minutes and earn his spot on the field. And as a competitor, I mean, we're not talking about you or your sexuality or nothing like that. you you got to earn your spot on the field. That's the bottom line. That's sports. That's athletics. That's football. Let's see if he can earn uh, some, some starting playing time. And I want him to go off and have a great season. So hopefully uh, uh, we can see that happen for the Las Vegas Raiders. But right now, uh, I'm not real high on them. Next up, Los Angeles Chargers. A lot of people are really, really high on this team. Look, uh, they're 40-1. to 1. Uh, Sorry, let's see. They're... They're plus 400 to win the AFC West uh, right behind KC. To make the playoffs, yes, it's plus 110. So you're, 
you're pretty much even odds again, plus 110, yes or no either way. Uh, to win the Super Bowl, they're 30 to 1. To win the conference, they're 16 to 1. A lot of people are high on them because of Justin Herbert, because of the fact they have a decent defense, because of the fact they got Keenan Allen, because of the fact that you know that that Justin really because of Justin Herbert. I, I don't really know a lot about their coach. Um, I, I don't I don't know I don't know a lot about him. All I know is. In my lifetime, the Chargers have never won a close game at any time of any importance in their lifetime. That that's all. I mean, that's all it really comes down to. Anthony Lynn lost every close game for the Chargers, and that's why he got fired. And then it doesn't help when you lose forty-five to nothing to the Patriots, when the Patriots have no offense whatsoever and a quarterback that could barely throw ten a ten-yard out route. So for me, it's about um, the, the storylines for the Chargers. Really, is Justin Herbert taking the next step? You know, because I watched him and I wasn't real high on him after the draft. And I watched him play. I'm like, well, dang, this this, this guy's pretty good. <laughs> this, this guy can really throw the ball. He's got a lot of poise. The te- his teammates love him, and you can win with him. Again, to make the playoffs, you're at plus one ten. Yes, it's plus one ten to make the playoffs. I, I uh, over under is nine and a half. To be fair, I I don't know if they're gonna make the playoffs, but I'll take over nine and a half at plus one fifteen. I can see them ten and seven. That would that would require them to win a couple close games. Probably beat KC once or twice. Got to, got yeah. Got to beat the Broncos once, probably. Got got to, got to beat the Patriots at home. The Cowboys at home. I mean, they they don't have an easy schedule. But over plus one fifteen. I mean, that's that's decent value. So I'm leaning toward the over for their win total for that for for them. And I'm I'm really looking to see Justin Herbert go off because. I, I he he I, he kind of won me over because I really enjoyed watching that guy play. It was weird, but hopefully he doesn't get contaminated with the Chargers' lack of wins in close games. That that's the biggest takeaway for them. They 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 win these one score games. They'll be a really good team to watch. And finally, that takes us to the Midwest to the defending. Uh, three-time defending AFC champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. They've been to the Super Bowl. Uh, I think they're going again, uh, to be honest with you, because um, the AFC is a is a gauntlet. I will say that it's not going to be easy because there's seven playoff teams and at least eleven teams can make it, in my opinion. Um. But KC's the best. Why Why is KC the best? I mean, you have the best quarterback in football. I love Tom Brady. Anyone here, anyone here that's ever listened to this show for two minutes understands that. But the best quarterback in football was 15 and red. He he is a, he is unbelievable. He's got he's got the best arm. He's smarter than everybody. He's more talented than everybody. Okay, <laughs> like he, he makes more wild plays than everybody. 
he's a leader. He's clutch even, even though he doesn't have to be because most of his because te- most of his games are he's just blowing people out left and right. Um but my big storyline before I get to their gambling, the, the KC gambling is hey, that offensive line. I mean, first of all, we'll get to the Ravens in a later episode, next week's episode, but excuse me, Baltimore, why did you think it was a good idea to trade Orlando Brown Jr.? Why did you think it was a good idea to trade him to, to the Baltimore, uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs? Could y'all explain that to me? Could you explain to me why, why you traded that guy, an all-pro tackle, to your chief rival? So somebody explain to me in, in, in the Ravens front office why that was a good idea. I mean, seriously. That's like when mom tells me, you know what? You know, the Patriots were good, and everybody decided to keep doing business with the Patriots and trading all their best players to New England. You know, like New England when it was like the 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 young Tom and you had like Corey Dillon and like the young like the young Patriots, like before they got Randy. Like it's just it doesn't make any sense. Then they got Joe Tooney. Joe Tooney went and he turned around and signed an $80 million contract with Kansas City. He, he was our left guard. He, he signed with KC. Um, look, if their offensive line holds up, to be quite frank, Kansas City's defense is adequate enough. I don't like their defense at all. But they get stops when they need to. Frank Clark, I'm, well, we're not sure Frank, Frank Clark's issues off the field. But if he's on the field, he he's a solid player. He comes up big. You got you still got Brashad Breeland there. You still you still got decent corners on. You got a pretty good safety at Honey Badger. I mean, it's an adequate enough defense. Chris Jones is there still. I mean, look, KC's an overwhelming favorite to win. Uh, to win the AFC West, they're at. Let me see. They're minus 250 to win the AFC West. To make the playoffs, they're at minus 1,000. I mean, obviously, they're making the playoffs. I, well, there's no value in that. They're, they're, they're plus 250 to win the conference, plus 500 to win the championship. I, I, I mean, the only intriguing, the, the only intriguing uh, bet for me is 12.5 and, and, the, and the over at plus 105. It's almost even odds. It's the, the, the it's the, it's shaded to the under at minus one twenty five. I mean, because they 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 do have some interesting games. I mean, I did see they play Dallas at home. They play, they're at Washington. I mean, you know they they have some. Well, I mean, the Broncos play them close. The Raiders beat them in their own building, and they were close to beating them again on Sunday nights. So you got the Raiders on a Sunday night again. The Chargers played them really close. I mean, I, I mean, at the bare minimum, I could see this being a. I mean, well, it's twelve and a half, so okay, I could see him being twelve and five. So I guess I suppose since it's twelve and a half, that's the under at minus one twenty-five. But to be quite honest, the, the Chiefs are going to be the number one seed again, and my only intrigue with them is. Is anybody going into Arrowhead and beating them to go to the championship to, to go to the Super Bowl in LA? Because if you're in the AFC, 
The Chiefs, to me, are doing the same thing the Patriots did. Except their quarterback is not as great as Brady, but he's way more talented and two decades younger. That, that That's it. So, I mean, is anyone going in there? Can anyone? I don't care. It's Belichick, Big Ben, Justin Herbert, anyone in the AFC. Baltimore, whoever. Can you... To get to where you need to go, you need to go to Arrowhead and beat them at home in the championship game. Because they're going. They're going to the championship game. It's whoever's going to come with them. That that's the, that's that and the offensive line are the only things I care about with the Chiefs. Wake me up in January when they're the number one seed in the playoffs. Wake me up then. I could care less about the Chiefs right now. All right. That is the AFC West. Uh, let's take a break right now, and we will come back and do the AFC East on the Always 100 Podcast. Welcome back to the Always 100 Podcast, NFL Preseason Edition, AFC East, AFC West, uh, live on the Always 100 Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, before we continue... Please like, subscribe to the show on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, like, subscribe, listen, share it, share it with your friends. Uh, get as much exposure to this as you can. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to be doing three more of these shows. And then I uh, took a poll uh, the other night. Apparently, you guys really want to hear my takes on uh, – fans and you know what's it what's it like to be a sports fan so uh tentatively the that bridge week before the week one show um uh, and the predict the full official prediction show with uh the cast members of the fall uh football show on uh the week of september 3rd uh we'll probably do a fandom show uh and i will have to plan that out uh, it's been a year since i wanted to do it and, uh, yeah, that, that, that one's going to be pretty phenomenal. Uh, it's going to include a lot of gambling talk. So, you know, it's something that, uh, I've been looking forward to for over a year now. So, uh, definitely thank you for the feedback for those on my Instagram at QMacFit, uh, that, uh, voted on that poll. Uh, really, really appreciate that. So please look out for that uh, later ne- late in, later in August, sorry. Uh, the Phantom Show finally getting done uh, before we kick off the 2021 college and pro football fall slate uh, on the Always 100 podcast. Okay, so uh, we just spent some time talking about the AFC West. Uh, no predictions were made, but I'm leaning toward KC, uh, obviously, Uh you know, I, there's no there's no value in betting KC, but the only intrigue really might be the under under twelve and a half at minus one twenty five. So we'll see how I bet that. Uh, when I do the prediction show, I'll probably get all those bets in probably the week before. Oh, uh, like all the futures bets anyway, the futures bets um, the week before uh, the first show uh, on September 9th. 
uh, when we do uh, when we talk about the Cowboys Bucks game and the rest of the week one slate. So let's get on to the AFC East here. Uh, as you know, as most of you guys know, I grew up in the D.C. area rooting for the Patriots and Tom Brady and grew up with, you know, Randy Moss and Corey Dillon and Ty Law and Lawyer Malloy and all those and Seymour and all and all those cats that played on the first iteration, the three, three and four years Patriots. Um, so... Definitely been a fan for a very long time, and you know Tom left and did his thing with the Bucks, and you know it was tough to watch the Pats this last year, and the division got a lot better, and the Patriots didn't, quite frankly. Um, but we'll start with my Pats and just get get this out of the way here. Um, the Patriots. Let's get some of these odds here. The Patriots to win the conference are at sixteen to one. To win the AFC East, they're at plus 350. To win the championship, they're at 35 to 1. Uh, you know, I don't, I mean, I, I could see it. I, I think the more intriguing uh, bets for them, the Patriots to make the playoffs, no is minus 140. Yes is plus 110. So definitely shaded more to the no on that. Uh, the winter winter is nine and a half. Look, I don't think I didn't think the Patriots are very good last year. Um, I actually I know they weren't very good last year, and uh, the fact that they were two plays away from being a nine and seven team really says a lot about the old man and how and how amazing of a coach he actually is. Uh, to get that team every single week with all the COVID problems in a stadium with no fans in it whatsoever. And we know how passionate Boston sports fans are about their teams. Uh, they didn't get to see that team. Um, but look, I, the Patriots schedule is really hard. I, I, I'm just, I'm sorry. It's just, it's just really hard. And I'm, I'm going to pull it up uh, right now. But some of the games I do know, they start off against my Miami. I know that for a fact. They start off against the Miami Dolphins uh, at 4:25, so they they're they're starting off with a late afternoon game at home on CBS, <laughs> September 12th, and they're they're at New York, which you know, at New York is always kind of a toss up. I mean, lean to the Patriots. I mean, but. It's just it's just tough to like to to try and get a read on this team and really the storyline that everyone just needs to know is one is Cam Newton one can Cam Newton stay healthy two how long Cam Newton will have this job and three Belichick went on a spending spree on offense and defense. We did get excited about Kendrick Boring, guys. Like, that's how bad our receiving core was. We got <laughs> excited about Nelson Aguilar <laughs> and Kendrick Bourne. I mean, like, well, look at this. Look at this schedule. I mean, it's a, it's like this schedule here. At the Jets week two, home versus the, home, home versus the Dolphins. I mean, I can see two and one. I can see two and one. You'll, you'll, maybe even three and oh. You'll 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 beat 
You beat the Saints because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in New Orleans. I don't know if they have a quarterback. I don't know what's happening with them. Um, you're gonna lose to the Bucks. You're gonna beat the you're gonna beat the Texans. If you don't beat the Texans, that'll tell me a lot about this team. They're horrible. October seventeenth, you're home versus the Cowboys. I mean, I don't know. You take your pick. You throw up your hands on that one. I have no idea. I don't have a clue. I I don't know what Cowboys team will show up. And I don't know what Patriots team will show up. Probably pick the Patriots because they're at home. Probably be a three, four point favorite. Whatever it is. You're home versus the Jets. I mean, look at this is some of these games. You're at the Chargers. You're home versus Cleveland. Home versus Tennessee. At Buffalo on a Monday night. At the Colts on a Sunday night. On a Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock. I mean, you're at the Dolphins at the last week of the season in early January. And we all know you just pencil in the loss for the Patriots every year to the Dolphins. I, th- th- this is a hard schedule. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm really... I'm gonna be objective here. I'm leaning toward I'm leaning toward uh Patriots not making the playoffs at minus one forty. I'm also leaning toward their win total. Where's that? Their win total is under nine and a half. That one's a little bit tougher. I mean uh, just by looking at it, I I mean shoot, I mean I, I can see uh, uh, two wins, three, and four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right, I can see ten and seven. So I can see it, but the Patriots will lose a couple games they shouldn't, too. So may- maybe over plus 110. Is it barely over? I'll have to sweat that ticket all season long. I'll have to sweat it. I don't know. Over at plus one ten, maybe ten and seven Patriots. I, I I don't know in the AFC how big of a gauntlet that te- that conference is. I'm not sure ten and seven is going to even be enough to make the playoffs. Um, but Belichick is not going to have a season like he had last year when they knew when you knew that <laughs> he didn't have the, the horses. They were really bad for three quarters of the year, and they had flashes of brilliance. So um, I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of the Patriots. It's it's a hard team to read, but uh, if Belichick gets into the playoffs, I mean, Belichick cannot be he, – he's just one of them people that you, you just don't count out because the guy will just find a way to get his team ready, and they'll get the job done. So, that's my stance on the Patriots for right now. I'm leaning toward no to make the playoffs, but maybe over um, nine and a half at maybe like 10 and seven record. Next up on the list, I'm going to talk about the New York Jets. And and the reason why I'm going to talk about the New York Jets is quite simply because of Zach Wilson. I want to see what this guy's up to. I want to see what he's all about. He was a number two pick in the draft. Everybody was hyping this guy up. The Jets fans that I know, and I know plenty of them, you know, hey. Um, you know what? Before we even get there, though, on a more serious note, uh, condolences to, to Greg Knapp and his family. Uh, Greg uh, Knapp died in a you know, bike crash. 
that he sustained when he was hit by a car. And folks, if you don't know, I kind of had that same sort of thing happen to me. So when I read that story, it kind of brought back some very sour memories. Um, happy to survive. Happy I wouldn't hurt as much uh, as he was. But um, rest in peace to, to Greg Knapp. That that's a really that's a raw deal for the Jets, man. It really, really is. Um, apparently, he was very loved by um, uh, the people that was around him. You know, his teammates loved him. His coaching staff, uh, the people that he worked for in the organization, really thought highly of him. And uh, it's it's a it's a raw deal. I'm very very sorry for the Knapp family, and my condolences to them and our thoughts and prayers. Uh, hopefully, to to help him grieve through it, because if anybody knows what that's like. And how traumatic of an experience that is. It's me. But back on the field though. Look. Uh, the Jets. The Jets. The over under for them is six. Man. I, I why, You know. I can see the Jets being competitive. I will, I will grant you that. I can see the Jets being competitive. And that, that's, that's tough. That's what makes these over unders really tough. Especially like with teams like the Jets, it's like if they win a couple close games, they can hit that over. They, you know, they go seven and ten. You know, I, I could see them going six and eleven, seven and ten. That's that's the ceiling for them. The division's tough. I mean, they're plus what? Right, to make the playoffs, they're plus five fifty to make the playoffs. I don't see that happening. There's no value in betting the no at minus eight hundred because hey, that's what they expect you. That's what Vegas expects you to bet. Um, I, I the over over under over six is plus one hundred, so that's even odds. Yeah, I I can see that. I, I I just don't know what to really make of the Jets that much. Uh, but I am excited to see Zach Wilson with all those with all with all those weapons on the outside. Um, they're without Adam Gase now, finally. So Robert Sala, I'm excited to see what he can do, and to see how he injects his culture. You know, for being the D coordinator and the, with the 49ers, I'm expecting the Jets' defense to at least be and to to be marginally better. Uh, but the number one storyline for me is Zach Wilson to see what that offense could do because defense may win championships, but points win games. And if you don't, you know, if you don't win, if you don't score enough points, you're not going to win a whole lot of football games. I don't see the Jets winning, but six or seven games this season. Next up, the Miami Dolphins are on my list. And look, I, I'm really high on the Miami Dolphins, to be quite honest. Um, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, I think they are going to make the playoffs. And that is at plus 110 to make the playoffs. Their over-under is 9.5. I could see them probably having the tiebreaker over the Patriots. I could see I could see 10-7. and seven. Ten and seven tiebreaker over the Patriots or the Chargers. Uh, well, while I pull this up, I'll pull up their schedule here. Let's see uh, what the Dolphins' schedule looks like. Um, nope, I'll have to pull it up in just a minute. But uh, the big storyline for me on the Dolphins is Tua. Year two. I mean, <laughs> you know, because hey, Brian Flores and Chris Greer. Don't seem like they're going to be messing around a long time to to figure out what 
what they got in Tua. Because of Aaron Rodgers, when we talk about the NFC North, apparently Aaron Rodgers' contract, he, he's gone after this year. He's out of there. Miami's got to figure out, hey, are they going to trade for Aaron Rodgers even at 38 years old or sign Aaron Rodgers to a longer-term deal? Because I like a whole lot about that defense. I love Brian Flores. I like their, I like, I like their defense. I like their skill position players. That running back, Gaskin, on my fantasy team, the guy, the guy gave me a lot of nice games for the fantasy team. He runs the ball hard. Um, and the Dolphin fans, I mean, that fan base is a real live national fan base. And they have something to cheer about. I know a bunch of Dolphin fans in my life. They're excited about this team. Some of their hard games, though. Dolphins. I mean, we just talked about the Patriots, but look, they're at the Raiders. They're at they're at uh, Las Vegas. They're at Tampa. They're, they're home versus the Colts at Buffalo. Home on the Thursday night versus the Ravens. You're at you're home versus the Giants. You're at the Saints. You're at Tennessee. Tough. Some tough games. I mean, but you get past really. I mean, you get past a couple of these games in the division, hey, you split with the Patriots, you split with the Buffalo, you sweep the Jets, you, you hopefully get one of the two against the Colts, the Bucks, you know, Giants. I mean, you're, the Giants are at home on a Sunday. Giants are at home, so that, that could help. You're at Tennessee, though. We'll we'll see about that. Look, I, I'm bullish on the Dolphins. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I I will lean toward plus one ten for them to make the playoffs uh, and over their win total. Uh, and hopefully, Tua takes a step forward and makes my pocketbook healthy and makes uh, makes the Dolphins a playoff team uh, because it's been a long time since the Dolphins were in the playoffs and that fan base and Brian Flores really wants that to change. And I think this year. They can change. I think they're going to finish number two in the in the AFC East behind the final team on episode 74 of the Always 100 podcast and episode one of the 2021 preseason NFL show, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo. Uh, look, Buffalo made the championship game this year, uh, this, this past year against Kansas City. Josh Allen was an MVP candidate. Finished number two. I think he's going to have a phenomenal year. I'm expecting Stephon Diggs to get out here and do Stephon Diggs things. The dirty turp. He had 1,700 yards last year. I can see a repeat. Maybe not 1,700, but I can see a repeat of last year. He'll he'll have a whole bunch of yards. Zach Moss, I mean, he, he he had a really bad knee injury in the playoff game. Hopefully he comes back healthy. Um, Buffalo's defense, uh, got to figure out why Buffalo's defense took a nosedive like it did last year. I'm not sure why. I mean, cause they were, they were four, <laughs> they won 13 games, but I mean, look, they, they, <laughs> I mean, they, 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 their defense almost gave away a game to the Rams. They gave, they did give a give a give a game away to the Arizona Cardinals on the road after they had a comeback 
comeback by Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. You got you guys need one stop. You give up a hail mary. I mean, it's just it, it's just, you know it's hard to figure out why their defense went so bad. But for me, it's all about Josh Allen. If he can contend with Patrick Mahomes in the AFC conference, he might be the second best quarterback in the conference behind Patrick. Um, if they get a couple breaks, I can see him going back to the AFC championship game. But uh, to me, yeah, the bottom line is they're for for Buffalo. They are at for the Super Bowl. They are at plus ten to one. They're at ten to one to win the championship and plus five hundred uh, to win the conference, right behind Kansas City. So, um, I I could see a repeat of the championship game uh, if Buffalo gets their act together. Uh, ben and them. Um, I think they're going to be twelve and five, so I'll go over the total uh, at minus one ten. That that that's my best bet for them, uh, because obviously they're going to make the playoffs and they'll be the number two seed. And their biggest game for me, quite frankly, is when they play Kansas City. They beat KC. Uh, if they do it right, that game will be in Buffalo, not in Arrowhead. If they don't. Well, you got to go back to KC, put on the white, put on those white jerseys, go in that full insane asylum because you know it's going to be a packed house, and you have to go beat fifteen in that building to go to the Super Bowl. That's the bottom line. All right, uh, that is episode one of the a uh, of the NFL preseason show on the Always One Hundred podcast. Three more weeks left, where next week we're going to do on episode 75 under this name of the Always 100 Podcast, the AFC North and South. So stay tuned for that. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your audio for absolutely free. Even do it on Anchor FM under the name Always 100 Podcasts. The show will be posted uh right uh, in a few minutes actually so it'll be up on the rss feed and it'll be distributed everywhere for your listening purposes uh we're gonna keep it probably around you know this time about 40 45 minute show just get my opinions out uh share share my thoughts on what's gonna happen so we're gonna do that for the next three weeks and then we'll figure out the fandom show because you guys seem to be very interested in my opinions on that So, without further ado, I'm going to let you guys go. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to the Always 100 Podcast. I'm your host, Quinn McKenzie, and we'll see you next week for Episode 75. Peace!